Hello, my beautiful people. How are you? It is I, your favorite comadre. And I have our very favorite only guest we've had so far. He is now a repeat guest. Everyone give it up for Oscar. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that very lovely introduction. I am really loving these sound effects. <laughs> Those, that sharing was very welcoming. It gives the, the pod new life. How are you, love? Doing good. Can you please speak into the microphone for fucking... Sorry, I'm rolling my wood. <laughs> I mean, my blunt. We learned this last time. Everyone loved, everyone loved your content. They loved your information. They hated that they could not hear you. Speak into the mic. Which is what, got it. this is what you need to do this round. Thank you so much. As he mentioned, friends, he is currently rolling a backwood. So he is not completely focused on his audio contribution. I'm mostly focused. <laughs> I'll take it. What are you rolling? Can you tell, tell me? Uh, peanut butter breath. It's a cross between Mendo breath and Dosido. Oh, is that what that is? Yes. No wonder I like it. I was always a big fan of the Dosido. Yes. I've ooh. I've been looking for it. I'm that's trying to get it back. It's a beautiful strain. I've been asking everybody that I know that grows if they know anybody that's got the Dosido cut. What happened? Dosido you used to have it. You used to have it. IC Mag cut. If anybody knows somebody that's got the Dosido NorCal IC Mag cut, I'm looking for it. There you go, friends. Please slide into my DMs <laughs> or slide into Oscar's DMs with your connects. <laughs> Sorry, I just took a whole drinking break. Oscar took me to Starbucks to get me a hot chocolate. Y'all ever have those like weird random cravings late at night? Probably. Um, I usually want sweet things. I shouldn't say usually. Oh, it's, it's almost like every night I want something sweet to close out my day. I don't know if it's because my dad has a huge sweet tooth. Like that man needs to have some sort of dessert before he goes to sleep it was usually in the form of pan dulce but you know over time he, he started to branch out he'd have a little slice of cake some cookies un cafecito oscar's over here smiling because he's like yep i can picture it now don alfredo with his cake with his cake oh yeah <laughs> a piece of flan something and then you look at me and you're like yep dna is something fierce <laughs> Nature. Nature? That was the end of your thought? No, I got <laughs> stuck. I got stuck. Baby, focus. I'm sorry. Okay, actually, friends, we're not even going to focus on Oscar right now. I asked him to come on today because I needed someone to hold the conversation with me. And I, th I think you would be the best person for this. Okay. All right. Follow me if you can. And then when you can't or when you're just like, hold on. I'm not quite there yet. Interrupt me. Okay. Okay. So I was thinking about this and I was trying to figure out how to verbalize it in a way that does not make me sound like I'm a lunatic. <laughs> well, it's because it's weird. Okay. okay. I was thinking... 
about my internal dialogue, right? The voices in my head. And I say voices because there are multiple. It's, I know, I know, it sounds crazy. You're looking at me like, all right, okay, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. I'm... So I was sitting with it because when I hear things in my mind, they sound different sometimes, okay? And the, the clarity that I came to about it is a little weird, but tell me if you tell me if this makes sense to you. For me personally, I feel like there are three types of voices in my head. Okay. The first is in okay, okay. Some of you that maybe have studied yoga, some of you that maybe have studied psychology, you've probably heard different terms. So if you if you were in school and you were like a psych major or psych minor, you probably came across Freud and his, I think it's id, ego, super ego, right? There's these different parts of your brain. And then if you've ever been in any sort of like, I'm going to call it a spiritual circle, like yoga or people that meditate, they start to talk to you about your mind, about your higher self, about your intuition, right? So there's like these different names for them. Those never really resonated with me, but here's what I have, here's what has made sense to me in like the last couple days that I've been thinking about this. The first voice is, it's like a negative voice. It's kind of mean. I shouldn't say kind of, it's like super mean, right? And I think it's mean in the sense that it's trying to protect you in some way. Now, some would call that like their inner critic. Some would call that negative thoughts. If you were part of the church, you probably call it the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? Like you, like, you know that voice. Yeah, I follow you. Okay. For sure. The one that tells you you can't, that you're not good enough and, and, and kind of just talks down to you and like, yeah, your ideas and your dreams and like says you, uh, you can't do it, but it's like super fucking loud and it sounds just like you. So you're like, damn, I'm right. Right. And so you listen to that voice. OK, the next voice is it's also you. Right. When you hear it, it sounds just like you. However. It's sort of on the flip side where it's a little bit kinder, it's more gracious, and I think for me anyway, that first voice is more tied to my mind, whereas the second voice is tied to my heart, okay? And that's usually where like those thoughts originate from. Then there's like this third voice, and the third voice is sort of a mixture because for me, I call it like the divine voice because it really depends on the situation. There have been instances where I feel, I shouldn't say I feel, I know that I've, I've made a connection to God. Like God talked to me through my thoughts somehow. And then there are moments where the, the thinking that is coming through in my head, I know it's not me. You ever have like these thoughts that are so elevated? You're like, that ain't fucking me. That is good. That is deep. 
That is some <laughs> wisdom right there. For sure. Like, how, how did I just think of that? How did that just come to my mind? Yeah. And those for me can sometimes, I, th- I believe, be like my angels or my spirit guides. Because I'm like, that thinking did not come from Jessica. It sounded very much like Jessica, but like the wisdom and the truth in it did not come from my human mind. But then again, you also believe in like maybe past lives and things like that. So could it be wisdom that you gained in a past life that's just somehow surfacing now or? It could be. So that's why when some people refer to it as like your higher self, I'm like, okay, I can kind of, excuse me, I can kind of make sense of that. Yeah. And so I was thinking about it because I'm like, does everyone have these voices? And if they do, like, do y'all have the same ones? Do y'all feel like you have three? Do you feel like you have two? Do you feel like you have none? You know, personally, I can't say that I've quite analyzed it that deeply. But I definitely have the negative one that tells me that I can't, that I'm not good enough, that I'm not deserving. And then I also have, like, the opposite where it's like, no, 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 no. you're tripping. You are. <laughs> You're amazing. Like, I, I go I go back and forth between them and I I feel like it depends on the day sometimes and mm-hmm. then it also depends on the scenario other times. Like what what am I really more attuned to? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so like interesting for me because I feel like these conversations have been in my head for as long as I can remember. Like even as a kid, I would hear the thoughts in my head and I would be like, oh, that's interesting because I could discern like what was coming from myself versus what was coming from. I'm going to say from a higher plane or a higher realm. And at that time, I will like growing up and trying to establish a connection with God, I would always just be like God saying this or I feel like God is telling me this. Remember in the church, like that was a big thing. It's like God is speaking to me and telling me like, you need to lead that job. (laughs) That was not God. That was my heart. (laughs) And so now that I'm more attuned to the different voices, I'm starting to pay attention to which one I'm giving more of my attention to. Does that make sense? Yeah, a little bit. And it's like, it can it can feel a little overwhelming because sometimes I don't know if I should be listening to my mind or if I should be listening to my heart, because I don't think you should ever listen to one specific voice in your head. I think it depends on the scenario. Like if I'm in a business meeting, I need that negative voice to sort of keep me like on my toes and keep me keen. Versus if I'm having like a hard conversation with you, I can't listen to my mind because my mind would be like, you know what? Tell this motherfucker right here. Whereas my heart's like, Jessica, please just listen to Oscar for a moment. Let's be open and receptive to the fact that he is in a vulnerable spot. You know, like there's this conflict over like which one to take more heed to. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like they're all working together just to give you a slightly different perspective yes so it's like which one for you for instance which one would you 
probably lean into more. So I think depending on the scenario, it would be a different one Mm. because they're all showing me a slightly different point of view. You know, it's going to be different in every scenario. This is so true. Remember I told you like recently I would have these moments where like something pops into my head and I'm like, I don't know where it came from, but I'm listening to it. Point blank right there, that plant behind you, right? The pink quill plant. Oh, yeah. Home Depot. We walked into Home Depot. I forget. We were I think we were returning something. And I walked right down the aisle and there was this plant by itself, not in the plant section. It's like in the middle of some batteries or something. Yeah. And it just something told me, like, take me home. And I was like, what? And I turned and I looked at it and I was like, oh, my God, this thing is so beautiful. I was like, oh, my gosh, baby, I got to take it home. It said I got to take it home. And Oscar was like, uh, okay. (laughs) It said it has to. You have to take it home. Got it. Let's take it home. But I but that was like one of those moments where I'm like, is that. I was like, was that an angel? Was that my brain? Was that my intuition? Quote, quote, like knowing something that I don't know. Or was it just the plant reaching out to you? Or was it the plant? I can hear plants now. Hey, that's a skill, honey. Or or is it just a plant sending <laughs> vibrations? I mean, you are a little that bit too. more attuned to energy and, and spirituality and all that stuff. I feel like for me, that's why I don't necessarily... Uh, connect those voices in my head to maybe a higher power or or Mm. or something else and and more so to like just maybe the negative or the positive points of views in my head or or or, i mean i I don't know do you feel like you have any okay so this is newer for me like i slowly started getting in touch with my angels maybe like two years ago do you feel like you have any angels around you i know you do but I mean, no, not, not not anything that I necessarily feel, and I feel like or I've always, think. yeah, I, I've always feel, struggled with spirituality and and the unseen, but the felt and and mm. all of that. Like, I mean, even when you know we were heavy into going to church, and and you know we were, or me personally, I was kind of searching for. A, a, a spiritual connection in a sense and I, and it just never came to me like well I, not through that paradigm anyway well no and, and it quite kind of hasn't through any other paradigm and not to say that i've explored it much further you know but it, it's something that i've it's, it hasn't come easy to me and it's not something that i i can say I, i'm a spiritual person and i can like feel these higher vibrations or energies like it, it i don't <laughs> <laughs> like jessica can explain it to you but nope not i interesting so that's what i mean like i have a very clear distinction between the three types of voices in my head whereas you are saying like well i can strongly identify two yeah huh that's fascinating do you think it's weird that i hear a third one um I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of a good thing. Oh, really? I mean, I feel like now you have that third one that's like this neutral position that can kind of see both points of views, right? Yeah. But the thing is like that, that third one, the feedback is so infrequent right now anyway. 
it's infrequent. And sometimes like, I don't know what to make of it because I can tell that it's, it's a part of me or I don't even know if it's a part of me, but it's like the thoughts that come in through that voice, they're usually very profound. And I'm just like, where is that guy? Jesus, are you talking to me? Like, who is this? <laughs> who is coming through? I, I have questions. <laughs> because I think that the the beauty in it is that it, it's a pure sort of perspective. And I, and I like now that I, again, now that I can identify like these three different types of voices, the more I hear that third one, I think the, the more I want to listen to it. Cause I'm like, what else do you have to say? Cause like what you drop is so juicy and golden that I like, I want more of it because it's usually that information that it's not for, usually it's not for me. Like I'll hear it and I will either use it to better something in like the physical realm, like usually an interaction between you and I, I think that's usually the best one where I'm like really in my feelings and like that voice will come in and sort of just like give, give me that nudge of like, can you just step back for a second and like see it from Oscar's perspective Or like, can you step back for a second and like get out of your feelings and just acknowledge the fact that like he's also a human being with a whole set of emotions that he's trying to navigate himself. That's pretty awesome. You know what I mean? But I feel like my if when it comes to that scenario, like let's say you and I are beefing, right? My mind. (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) My mind is usually very defensive in the sense of like. Man, fuck him. You don't need him. Okay, let him be. You a bad bitch all by yourself. You know what I'm saying? So my mind is already like, girl, you are on 10. Don't even worry about him. (laughs) (laughs) And then my heart gets like, I want to say it gets into this like protective mode. But also like super sad because I'm just it's it's like, oh, I just knew he was going to disappoint me. And like, oh, how dare I love this man with everything that I've got. And like, he's just not perfect. Like, boohoo, like, welcome to reality. (laughs) (laughs) So I have I have those two sort of filters going on when you and I are in a place of like, I can't really see past my feelings. But if I get if I get like just that little nudge from I don't know if it's. Again, I don't know if it's a spirit guide. I don't know if it's Jesus. And he's like, hey, you need to check yourself. Like, you're wrong in this situation. It's usually that voice that will give me the pause that I need. So that, like, two or three hours later when I come off my fucking high horse, I can text you and be like, hey, I'm really sorry for X, Y, and Z. I'm sorry for how I said it or, like, you know, how I delivered it. Will you forgive me type thing? But like that, I like, I wish I could tell you that comes from me, baby. It doesn't come from me. <laughs> that comes from a, a, a source that is really just trying to keep the harmony. But you have to accept it <laughs> and you have to follow through with it. And you yeah. have to act on it. Like it does come from you. Do you ever get that nudge from like your heart where you're like, you should apologize to her. And then you're like, not nah, fuck her. All the time. <laughs> and then sometimes it'd be like, nah, you really should. 
And they'd be like, nah, fuck her. She she didn't yell at me. (laughs) It's a back and forth. Multiple back and forth. Multiple back and forth. I used to, oh my gosh, I would see it in Oscar's face all the time. I'm like, you're cussing me out in your head. And he's like, I'm not. And I'm like, you're cussing me out in your head. And he's like, I would never disrespect you like that. And I'm like, motherfucker, I cuss you out in my head every day. I know you're cussing me out in your head. So it's nice to see you owning it. Thank you for being so honest, baby. You got it. This is what happens when we're like seven plus years in. Yeah. No more hiding. (laughs) Being open and honest with each other as much as we can be. Yeah. And it wasn't even necessarily about being dishonest, saying that I didn't. It's just, you know, I don't want you to have that in your mind. Oh, he's fucking cussing me out like. I don't know. It was all over your face, bro. I could see it. Mm. I was like, this motherfucker is saying some foul shit. <laughs> you could see it because you were saying it yourself. Like, in your real head. recognize <laughs> real, homie. Okay. <laughs> Everything that I saw in your face, I was like, yes, sir. I know exactly what is running through his head right now. <laughs> because I, too, have used choice words for you. <laughs> choice looks on him. <laughs> on me. Are you having fun today? Yes. Awesome. You like went through that backwood pretty quick. Yeah, it was pretty good. Interesting. Oscar and I are going to be leaving. When do we leave? We leave next week. We're going to Chicago. It's going to be Oscar's very first time in the Windy City. I don't think you're prepared for the cold. been a while since i've been in the cold you know well you lived in new york yeah but that was wow 2007 2008 shut i was in high school oh my god yes (laughs) that was a long time ago and then i was stationed down in florida for my last four years of the military super hot all the time yeah it's tropical weather and then la for the last when did I get out of the military? 2012? 20, something like that. December 2012. I came back to LA. Oh, so you've been here. Eight years. Eight years. Seven oh. of which have been spent with the beautiful. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were talking earlier. Oh my gosh. I got all sort of sentimental. I was talking about. Like having the 13th, the 13th, the 2013 version of you. Oh. I was like, oh my gosh, like what I would give to have him back. I was like, you were just like so sweet and so loving and so attentive. <laughs> like you were, t- baby, you were like fucking infatuated with me. Oh my gosh. I was like, I got some meal. And then you said what? And then I was like, but then again, you were also broke as a joke. You had no car. You were in school. Oh, here he pulled up the text message. He, he was like, be accurate, bitch. I said, then again, you were unemployed, aggravated with school, broke as a joke and didn't have your car. Maybe I don't want the entire 2013 version of you back. <laughs> Bro, do you remember that? I do. I do. Oh, my goodness. I was thinking. That's me starting from scratch, literally. Literally. I left the military, left an entire job and career and everything that I knew, and me literally starting completely over. 
And then you met me and you were like, dang, I ain't got shit to offer you, but I love you. (laughs) And I got like 40 pounds of muscle. So come on. (laughs) He was so buff. Oh, my gosh. I was cute. I was super cute. Honestly, how old were we? Oh, my goodness. We were babies. Honestly, baby, can I can I have a like honest moment with you? Absolutely. Sometimes I think. I think you fell in love with me for my looks. And that's why it gets hard for me to believe you when you compliment me now, because I'm like, I don't look anything like I look like when we first started dating. And I know that my (laughs) my physique was one of the reasons that I got your attention. I mean, it may have been one of the reasons why you got my attention, but there are many others why you kept it. And I think that that is the important part, right? Because our physiques and our physical, it's going to change over time. We're going to get old. We're going to get wrinkled. We're going to get gray. We're going to sag. Speak for yourself, honey. I believe in plastic surgery. Yeah. All (laughs) those things are still going to happen. You may want to fight tooth and nail and claw (laughs) your way away from them, but they are still going to happen. Gravity has not been defied quite yet (laughs) this is all true but there were so would you say that like my what about me how do i phrase it what about me i didn't know you before i introduced myself randomly at the gym like all i had to go on was what you looked like and the Mm -hmm. fact that you were at the gym like five days a week so you were kind of committed (laughs) to doing (laughs) you know to working out to your body like you're like, okay, I'm here five days a week too, girl. I was there like six or seven. <laughs> That's always, why I knew you was only Always got to one up me. Oh my goodness. Uh, so It was all I was doing. I took a year off. I worked out. That's all I did. And then I started school like right when we met. I guess you're right. Because when I look at you, your character is always like the thing that stands out the most. And just like your, your commitment your dedication and just the fact that like you're I've always said this like you're a good man like you 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 genuinely care for people and you want the best for those that you love you go hard in the paint bro I don't have to ask shit I if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it right I'm gonna go all the way in and I, I feel like that that's a big part of who I am and and how people know me like I don't I don't know. This is true. People do do speak very highly of you. Yeah. That's crazy. What about me, though? You do, too. I mean, you, I think that's a big reason Well, no, like, we tell me along. out loud, though. Is it that, because I know you've mentioned this before, it was like, it was my drive and sort of like my big picture focus. It was like you had a plan for your life. You knew what you wanted. I always... I've always known and I know that I'm supposed to do more and I'm supposed to impact lives and influence lives and and change things for a a large group of people, not just for myself. And, And, you know, I saw you and I met you and I learned how dedicated you were, how hardworking you were and like how, how you accomplished so many things at such a young age all by yourself with you know not too much help and you know navigating yourself and figuring it out on your own like that 
that kind of drive it's not common you know and, and for me knowing that that's a big picture for me is Im- impacting and influencing a whole lot of lives i, I know that a, a hard-working and dedicated partner is somebody that i need by my side right I, I can't do it alone, you know, and, and somebody with a good heart that also wants to help people and do good. I think that's really important. Ain't that some shit. You were like, hey, you we, can legit help me achieve what I want. We can go to war together <laughs> and we can come out of that shit on top. Like, oh, that's so beautiful. I just looked at you and I was like, he's fine as fuck. <laughs> I might could do something with him. <laughs> I was not looking for anything serious. I was like, hey, bro. I am having a good time. Well, I wasn't <laughs> at the beginning. It wasn't like that, you know, but I got I got to know you and we got to know each other. And, and I feel like over time, it's kind of what it morphed into. I don't know. I feel like we fell in love really fast, though. Yeah. Well, there was that undeniable connection, like, you know, and you've said it before that it was like you'd see me at the gym and it's like you hated me. You were angry <laughs> at me like. I wronged you in a past life or something like that. It was like us like reconnecting, recoming together or something, you know? Yeah. It's the connection was there at the beginning and then everything else just morphed into that. Do you think we still have the connection now? Of course. Why would we, why would we still be together after seven years if we did, if we didn't? Cause we make really good roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Do we though? <laughs> you be getting on my nerves. Oh my gosh. But you're right. So I think this was something I was trying to get at last time. Oscar and I tried to record an episode previously. It just did not go well. So I ended up trashing it. But we, I think we have learned in the years that we've been together the reality of what it is to be in a long-term monogamous relationship and how much work it takes to like continuously move and like morph your relationship as you grow, as you change, because who we were at, what was I, 24, 25, you know, it's so different from who I am today at 31 And it's going to be different from who we are at 35 and at 42 and at 52. And like, if we are really in this for life, as we say we are like how much more of our physical reality is going to change and how much of our like relationship dynamic is going to have to be able to withstand those seasons and those changes. It's going to have to bend and morph with it. Oh my gosh. Like thinking about, who we were when we first met and then thinking about the couple that we have had to become. I'm like, we have had so many seasons and some of our seasons literally lasted like years. I feel like we're finally coming out of that, like at each other's throats phase where it's like, there's like this power struggle and we're both just kind of like triggering each other left and right. And it felt like a vicious circle. And you and I were like, we need to figure this out. Like, we cannot keep doing this. We would literally, we would probably like blow each other up. It would just be like, you know what, enough. Baby, you can't just nod. My friends can't hear you nodding. I agree. I'm agreeing. (laughs) 
Sorry, I was grabbing my blunt again. I'm trying to relight it. Hey, y'all, if you got it, smoke it. <laughs> Oscar wants to Oscar wants to have a smoke session so bad. It's just like let's have all the friends over. <laughs> Everybody roll your own. No passing. If you think about like the different seasons in our relationship, what would you say was so far the hardest? I don't know. We've had, we've had a few. There was a time when money was a problem, and that always creates tension in a relationship. Oh my gosh, the fucking money fights, bro. That was brutal. That was really hard. We t- we. So Oscar and I. We've made a lot of sacrifices in our life. And I think when we make those choices, we think that we're making them selflessly. But we're making them a little bit selfishly because it's like we're kind of working towards a specific goal. And I think in the beginning, you met me and I was like, hey, bro. I'm about to buy a house. And you were like, oh, shit, I ain't even got a job. <laughs> I was like, listen, if you're going ri- to ride this train, I need you to, like, get on board and just know, like, I have plans. I have goals. I got deadlines I'm trying to meet. Like, I, I am going to be very successful in life. And you were like, for sure, I'm with it. Me too. Me too. <laughs> you're like, hey, don't look like it right now. I'm rebuilding. Listen. <laughs> I was a very talented aircraft mechanic, and I chose to leave that. This is true. Else. Yo, Oscar can literally put a fucking plane together. He can put a boat together. He can fix a car. Like, he is very talented. I've always said, if there is an apocalypse, I am one lucky motherfucker because I got Oscar, and he will seriously turn a house out of rubble. I will be we'll straight. Figure it out. We'll figure it out. But do you remember, like... I told like I met you and it was like within six months. I was like, hey, bro, I'm about to get a house. And. Though I didn't need your input. I knew at the time that you were important enough to me where I was like, I want I want to know what you want to do here. And I was considering getting like a nice single family home in a nicer part of town. Or getting an income property probably in the hood. And I was leaning towards that one, but at the same time I was like, oh no, Oscar's kind of cute. I may or may not have his babies. It might make better sense to just get a really nice house right now. (laughs) (laughs) And you and I talked about it and you were like, Hey, I think we if we can get like a duplex, we can live in one house. We can make some money off of the other house. We can do it for a short period of time. I'll help you. I'll help you save some money. And I promise you, like, the next house will be a really nice house and we won't have to settle for something. And I was like, all right, I will do that. And I found the property and I, whatever, got it. And when I said that, I still wasn't making no money. You were not making any money. <laughs> and we 
moved into that house. I think you were making what? Fucking $12 an hour. Something like that. Like you were making minimum wage deliveries. And I was carrying, I was carrying most of the financial burden. And it was like, how should I put it? It was stressful for me, but it was like a new kind of stress. Cause I'd always been the breadwinner. In every relationship I had, I always made more money than the dude. Well, I think it also became more stressful for you because you weren't happy with your job and you felt like mm-hmm. you were the one supporting the household. So you were stuck there. Like there was nothing you could do because we needed that money to survive. And this is true. And at the time it was like you were just getting your feet wet, like just starting to grow. There was such a big learning curve. And I would like get frustrated every time the bills rolled around because we weren't around. Like I wasn't making shit at the time. Nothing. And it was, I mean, you guys know the fucking feeling. It's like your paycheck fucking hits. You pay all your bills and you got like $120 left until your next pay period. And it's like, how do we make this shit stretch? I need $30 for gas this week. We need probably like another $50 just to get some food in our bellies. And at that time, we were not eating the greatest. So it was literally like, we're going to go grab some tacos because that's like a fucking $10 dinner. We're going to go grab a fucking hamburger special and split it. We're going to go to fucking McDonald's. Like, it was so bad. Yeah. And I mean, thankfully, we were always able to pay our bills, but that it was it was so tight. And I would like fight with you because I'm just like, bro. I need you to make more money. And you're like, I'm fucking trying. I'm fucking trying. Like, do you not see everything I'm doing? I'm really trying. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your trying. I need you to bring home some fucking bills, like dollar bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I remember like, cause I've always been the financial planner, I think between the both of us. Right. So like, I always kept track of like our bills or savings, what was going on there. And that was really hard for me because I would just stack up the calendar and I would just see all these fucking due dates. And I'm just like, what the like, how are we going to do this? And those fights were hard because I feel like I definitely had my moments where I emasculated you and would like make you feel like shit. And you're you had nothing. You were just like, I have nothing but my effort right now. I know I don't have any money to put in the bank account, but I am doing the best that I can. And I think those fights, it felt like it was going to tear us apart. I was just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I, at, at times, I, I, now that you are saying these things, like it's recalling memories. And I, I do remember like wanting to give up and like, screw this. I'm putting my, all my extra time and all of my not extra money into this. And it, it's failing and it's not working. And like not having even the will to even keep trying i don't yeah because okay can we be a little transparent like i don't think people understand that when you're doing something for the first time it takes so much of your time and depending on what you're doing it's going to take a shit ton of your money like oscar invested thousands upon thousands of dollars to learn how to grow like people seek you out for your knowledge and your skill set now, but it's like they did not fucking know when we were over there struggling to pay this fucking extra $400 electricity bill. And I'm just like, motherfucker, you ain't making me an extra $400. And now I got to pay $400 in electricity. <laughs> like I can't, I cannot do this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of a blessing to see 
where we are now and how far we've come. What you mean, kind of, homie? I talk to God all the time. I'm like, bro, you done, you done came through. We, I remained faithful to your vision, and like, I, I'm always taken aback by our life now, because I think for our age, like our quality of life is so good, and I like I don't take that for granted. I'm just like, listen, I am grateful for all of the things that lined up for us. I'm grateful for the fact that we've had enough like forgiveness and tenacity between us to say like, we're going to keep working at it. We're going to hold through even on those nights when like we sleep apart and like one of us is on the couch or like we go a few days without talking and we're just like, what the fuck are we doing with each other? Like we somehow find our way back and it's like, all right, you're my person. We said we were going to do this through thick and thin. It's hard as fuck right now, but if we can just keep pushing, like I know we'll get on the other side of it. how we've been able to come back to each other time after time. I mean, it, it's not it easy just, though. Oh my it's, gosh. Oh, it's absolutely not easy. It's a, it's a choice at the end of the day. You know, we, we keep choosing to we keep choosing each other. It's what it really is. Yeah. Do you ever think about that in the sense of like how it's kind of like fighting your programming or not even your program, but again, kind of like fighting some of that internal dialogue because I know you've had it and I've had it too where we're just like what the fuck are we doing with each other like if it's this fucking hard for us to be together maybe we shouldn't be a couple yeah we we both have definitely had those thoughts and it seems like I think at one point we would look (laughs) at our relationship like this is a destined relationship this is a destined partnership and we definitely felt that well every time we try to make a break it's like we just can't (laughs) can't or won't won't both Both. a little bit of both it is a little bit of both i think the longest we've gone was maybe like five days without talking to each other has it been that long it was something like you slept you were out of the house for like at least four days because it, it would usually be like we would fight on the weekend and then like make it through the work week. But by the time we made it to the next weekend, it's like we had missed each other enough where it's like, can we have a heart-to-heart conversation? And by that point, we were both, I think, so soft in our feelings that it was just like, can we just honestly talk about like what the real problem is and not what we're like mad about? Yeah. I remember that time that I was out of the house for like three days I took down a grow room and ended up sleeping in a grow room for three days <laughs> you're just like fuck this shit <laughs> that was crazy that, and like and baby like if we think about it this is us without kids Dios mio can you fucking imagine if I we think had- we wouldn't have time to be at each other's necks and <laughs> Because I would be watching them kids. It would be us against the kids. We would would have like a common enemy to team up against. It would probably make it better. I don't want to look at my child like my enemy. (laughs) Although if they have have your personality, I'm going to be like, yo, you are your father's child. Mm, I know the way I put my mama through and shit. If she didn't see me like the enemy, she's an angel. Oh my goodness. Do you want to have kids? I don't know. 
I do not know. We There's we so like literally sit on this like middle of like, or we kind of like teeter totter on like, I think we could, we would be great parents. I don't know if I want to. We could use that money for something else. What is the right <laughs> reason to have a child? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I was, I was watching a video or seeing, reading something or I don't remember, but it was like somebody was asking the question like, or they were making a statement, something like, you ever wonder like why your parents had you or like what By accident. reasons for like if it was like most is like selfish reasons why people have children is, is kind of what the, the oh, yeah. video was going to towards. But I don't know. I have so many thoughts on that, you know, like one is I work a lot and do I really have the time for it? And, and will I ever stop working? Like it, it kind of keeps me going. Mm-hmm. And then. The other side of it is like our world is really crazy. Like we have a lot of things going on and, you know, people wanting to put chips in people and track people and take away people's privacy and killing people in the streets and all kinds of crazy shit. I I, I just don't know. It scares me what the world's going to be like in 20 years and 30 years and 40 years. Yeah, I can see. And I see that. I also think that procreation I think intentional procreation is what this earth needs to sort of bring forth those soul the souls that are like hey I want to go and I want to change things I want to like improve what's going on on that earth realm absolutely that is another really good angle that I have thought about is you know we could really download some good souls oh my god are you kidding me we would have like the coolest kids be able to even instill some of our Uh, yeah like if we had a kid that was a blend of both of us are you kidding me with like had to be the a blend of the best of both of us (laughs) i hope so (laughs) like if they got my hippiness and like my charisma and my like i guess just love for the world Combined with like your work ethic, your genuine sense of caring and like always seeing the good in people like that would be such a dope ass human. Remember when we were watching um, David Letterman the other night and Dave Chappelle, they, he, David Letterman asked him like, oh, tell me about your oldest son. And he's like, man, that kid's a shit. Like, that's the feeling I want to have about my child. I'd be like, man, that kid, that's a dope human being that came through. Yeah, right. It's such a like proud moment. Yeah. Are you stoned, baby? I am stoned. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> He's like, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, a, there is a part of me that does want kids and does want a chance to be a good father or try to be a good father. Just oh, my God. The healing that that would do for you, you have no idea, baby. Yeah. To be like that wonderful parent to a kid and just give them everything that you felt that you lacked. Oh, that's a tough task. It is. <laughs> but I think we would be good at it. I don't know. Y'all. I don't know. We're not saying we have no babies. We're well, just we're saying we're considering, we're considering it. <laughs> I did have one of my healers tell me that she sees me having kids later, probably like 33, 34. I've been trying to push Oscar to like maybe 32. 
<laughs> we'll see. Big decisions. Hmm. Okay, well, we've been talking for a really long time now, so we're going to wrap it up. Let's go. What do you want to leave our friends with? What tidbit from your brain do you want to share? Pay attention to your voices. What are they telling you? Which one do you focus on when and why? Oh. And also, how many? I wonder if y'all got more. What if y'all got like five? What if y'all got like a committee? You're like, girl, you don't even know. Hit Jessica up in the DM. She wants to know. I am She's so curious. curious. I Yes, I am so nosy. Like, I want to know what's going on in everyone's hearts and everyone's heads. So, next week, we're taking off to Chicago. Um, I may not have an episode out for a couple of weeks. I am going to try to record some stuff while I'm out there with my niece, potentially with some of my friends from Chicago. We'll see. But I love y'all. I can't wait to talk to you again. I will see you on the next one. Bye.